Hi, this is Sophia Ruan Goucher, author of A to Z of Detoxing, the ultimate guide to reducing our toxic exposures, and host of this Practical Non-Toxic Living podcast. Welcome. Today, we're talking about air purifiers. I've been really excited about this podcast because I found it really challenging to get comfortable with which air purifier to use for my family. I just searched for air purifiers on Google to get a sense of how many options a consumer has and what the price range is. A Google search returned over 200 options. The cheapest air purifier was $11.99, and the most expensive one was under $27,000. How does a thoughtful consumer like you begin to navigate these options to identify the best fit for your needs and budget? This podcast can help, and remember that you can find more help on my blog at nontoxicliving.tips. So why should you care about an air purifier? I didn't think much about indoor air quality until I started learning that mattresses, including crib mattresses, can off-gas toxic fumes. I learned this about 12 years ago, soon after I gave birth to my first child. I read theories that these toxic fumes may increase the risk of SIDS, or Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. This further motivated me to find the most effective air purifier for my family's bedrooms. Since then, I've been learning about the many other household products that contaminate our indoor air and dust, like our carpets, furniture, cleaning products, and more. In fact, the US EPA estimates that indoor air tends to be at least two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, even in the most industrialized cities. And we often spend approximately 90% of our time indoors. Young children, domestic workers, and the elderly can spend even more time indoors than the average person. While there's a lot that we cannot control about indoor air quality, like in our workplace, we do have a lot of opportunity to create a healthy home, especially a healthy bedroom. And our podcast guest is here to help. Vinny Labdell Jr. is co-founder of IntelliPure, which is the air purifier I use and president of IntelliPure's parent company, Healthway Family of Brands, and is global president of IntelliPure's sister company, Pure Wellness. We'll hear more about these B2B and B2C solutions in the podcast with Vinny, who is a leading indoor air quality specialist and passionate entrepreneur. Vinny is here to help us understand how to select the best air purifier for our circumstances and budget. He explains that air purifiers are helpful not just in filtering toxic fumes, allergens, fungi, and particles, but also ultra-fine particles that are smaller than the tip of a hair. Studies are finding that these ultra-fine particles not only can irritate and inflame our air passageways, including our lungs, but they can penetrate to other areas of our body and contribute to cancer, heart disease, maybe infertility, and more. We talk about the need for air purifiers to be effective for the square footage of your space, to address germs, bacteria, and fungi that can grow inside your air purifier and make your indoor air quality worse, and other important considerations. 
To reinforce what you hear, visit my website at nontoxicliving.tips where you'll find podcast show notes, articles, and videos, including one that shows Vinny using a meter that compares the effectiveness of IntelliPure and two other popular air purifiers, one by Molecule and one by Dyson. You'll also find a 10% discount code for IntelliPure air purifiers. Even better, register for my free email newsletter to effortlessly receive helpful information about practical non-toxic living. You can register from your phone by texting 66866, like that's the phone number. Then in the message box, enter the word detox, spelled D-E-T-O-X, then send. I hope you enjoy the podcast and find it helpful and interesting. There's an article I found through either your website or your LinkedIn profile that it led to a website that covered chemistry news. And it was Mm. fascinating reading some quotes from chemists who study indoor chemistry Mm. and uh, the major sources of indoor pollution being not just like cleaning products and personal care products and building materials, but also human beings. Oh, humans are the biggest pollutants in the space. Yeah. Our, our dead skin, everything that's floating around in the air, though, you know, so, and we also pollute the space pretty significantly with the way we clean and do all those things. So that's, what's really interesting about the market now is, is we can actually see what's inside the space and see how our habits impact the space. And based on that, we can change habits to improve the space. So it's really, really interesting time. Really great if we just start out maybe with your personal story of how you came to uh, be president of the Healthway family of brands and what that means because I know you're in a lot of different verticals. Yep. Doing really exciting partnerships with hospitals and fertility clinics. And I would love to hear more also about what you've learned, how you're partnering, partnering with the fertility clinics mm-hmm. and what you've learned about how indoor air quality affects fertility. For me, um, it's kind of been my life's work. It was a family, uh, a family project to start. My father was a blue collar welder and worked really hard. One of the hardest working men you'll ever meet and got to the filtration business back in the late eighties and, um, had started a small company, uh, focused on basically a filter that would handle particles from wood stoves. And, uh, back when no one was really concerned with air quality, right? Most people were concerned with air quality when it was based around cigarette smoke or things you could see in the, in the air, like uh, woods, you could smell the wood smoke, etc. So he uh, primarily focused on that. In the mid-90s, I joined forces with my father and we launched the Healthway brand. Um, we had originally built air cleaning products for major hospitals, AIDS isolation, tuberculosis rooms, uh, for cigarette smoke and AMF bowling centers. So we were more of a commercial manufacturer. We kind of relate our story back to like Wolf and Sub-Zero, how they originally started in the commercial space with professional chefs and then moved their product line to the residential marketplace to cater to people that really had a specific need at home. Really the same thing for us. So we worked with the VA hospitals, the children's hospitals, the Cleveland clinics of the world, and many major corporations around the world that had major 
major issues with air quality and we'd develop a solution specifically focused on how to help them address that problem. So from the start for us, it was always about, um, we believe in all technology. It's about the utilization of technology and what the consumer or what the customer's major concern is and how do we address that with a real solution, a real air quality solution. And so over the last 20 to 25 years, we've really focused on building out several different brands. Intellipure is our B2C brand. Um, We market and manufacture that right here in upstate New York. We're really proud of that. And the story's neat behind that. We've grew up here and we've grown up here and still, still reside here and have given a lot of our profits back to the small community here and rebuilt a lot of the small town that we live in. So it's been a cool, a cool story and a very good journey. And we've really enjoyed love. Uh, we've re- really passionate about helping people. So that's, that's kind of how we started. Wonderful. And you're in Syracuse? So yes, we live in Syracuse, but the, the corporate office is about 30 minutes outside of Syracuse, 30 miles north. It's called Pulaski, New York. Um, many people may have heard of it through the Salmon River. The Salmon River is one of the uh, largest, most fish natural waterways in North America. So we have our corporate offices right, right outside of Syracuse, New York. Would you talk more about your B2B business? Yeah, so we have three brands. Healthway uh, is our parent company. Um, Healthway brand is mostly sold through businesses and sold uh, to basically help businesses breathe better uh, and more of a risk management play where we're selling large commercial systems through many of the major brands, BMW, uh, as I mentioned, the Cleveland Clinic, many of the most mission critical applications were now selling commercial systems. And that's an engineered solution where we work with an engineering firm, we develop the solution, we install it, we commission it and guarantee that it works. Intellipure is more of our B2C brand, as I mentioned. We're selling everything from a small portable machine that's individually certified, handcrafted, guaranteed to provide the highest level of air quality, all the way to larger systems as well. And then our third brand is called Pure Wellness. Pure Wellness is something we're really, uh, really passionate and excited about. That was a brand that we launched about 11 years ago. If you're staying at a Hyatt, a Hilton, a Marriott, a Ritz-Carlton, many of the smaller leading boutique hotels as well, it's a seven-step patented process that we developed that encompasses part of our air cleaning equipment, but also looks at it from the non-toxic cleaning side of things where we clean the walls, draperies, carpets, and surfaces. We shield them. Um, It's an ongoing maintenance program. We install shower filtration in the shower so you're not showering with chlorine. And we install medical grade air cleaning in the room. So at all times when you're traveling, whether you're in Boston or Beijing, whether you're in Toronto or or in Texas, you can have a consistent, healthy experience while on the road. And we've got over 5,000 hotel rooms now installed that you can experience those rooms at. So by the time I met you a few years ago, I had gone through a series of different air purifiers that, uh, I mean, I was doing my best making the most educated guesses I could, but I was guessing. And I started out with one brand and then I learned, I heard something else was much better. And I went through a series and right before I met you, I ordered five very large, very expensive air purifiers from another company. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and then after talking to Max and doing my own research online and talking to you, I thought I got to return the five huge, they're like four or five feet tall. No, probably not five feet tall, but four feet tall. Um, buy Intellipure air purifiers. And one thing, it's hard to really distinguish why one brand is better than another. Mm. And it's hard to distinguish what is just really good marketing language and claims and what's reality. And it helped me get comfort that you were doing these broader strategies with uh, hotels and hospitals because I just 
assume that that meant you had thought through a lot more scenarios and air quality issues with these partnerships that inevitably IntelliPure would benefit from. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. So I think that the air quality market, the air cleaning market, let's look at the air cleaning market, is very commodity driven. There's a lot of products out there with a lot of marketing hype. But I'll tell you that let's look at from a positive standpoint, there's now really inexpensive sensors that are being put on the market that can actually show people whether their solutions are working or not. So I think over the next few years, technology is really going to push through a lot of the weaker products in the market. We always tell people it's really about two or three things when it comes to choosing the right air cleaner. First, what problem are you trying to solve, right? Understanding what, what issue you're trying to solve is the first thing. And that's why you should always do your research. We tell people to do your research and better and really get an understanding of what you're looking at. Second, you should really try to better understand when it comes to an air cleaner versus an air cleaner, um, how much air is the machine moving, at what level of efficiency, and at what noise level. That really gives you the ability to compare apples to apples. So, for example, we build all types of technologies. As I mentioned, we build HEPA, ALPA, UV, uh, electrostatic. And that's why we've settled on our B2C line with IntelliPure, which is our own patented technology, uh, because we basically brought the best of all worlds and combined that inside of one technology. And the goal is, is deliver a solution that's truly impacting all three pollutant categories, particles, which are these really, and even more, more concerning, these ultra-fine particles. These are the lung penetrating particles, um, considerably smaller than what the human eye can see. But these, these lung penetrating particles are getting stuck and inflamed inside of every orifice of our body, basically every type of uh, and causing inflammation. And that's really the major concern that we're seeing and pushing the market is ultra-fine particles. And so other concerns with the ultra-fine particles is uh, cardiovascular issues, cancer. Yeah, it used, to, it used to be asthma and allergies, right? Everyone talked about asthma and allergies, but with this ongoing research, and, and we mentioned this earlier, there's so much research coming out now about how air quality is impacting human health. And I think it really started in 2008 with the Beijing Olympics. When all of our athletes were there, people started to say, hey, what is this air pollution doing to human health? And over the last 10 years, you've seen just a plethora of information that's come out to really talk and educate people about, first, what air pollution is, second, what it's made up of, and third, how that's impacting us. And what we found is it's not simply allergies and asthma. I mean, the World Health Organization stated that air pollution now is the number one health epidemic of our time. Not only is it the number one health epidemic of our time, but it's one of the leading causes of cardiovascular disease, stroke, heart, they just heart disease. Um, and there was just a great article that came out from BBC that linked um, ultrafine particles to brain cancer for the first time. But, you know, this isn't a scare tactic. What it really is, is to help people better understand that these are real issues. It's really impacting people. And for the most part, we can't see them. So how do we first embrace technology that allows us, gives us the ability to understand and see what's in our air? And second, how, what roadmap can we create to help live better in our spaces? Um, Additionally, there's a tremendous amount of research coming out about ultrafine particles and infertility, ultrafine particles and stroke. And so we need to look at things from a preventative standpoint. How can we help create the healthiest environments, not just from cleaning the air, but other habits, Sophie, that you talk quite a bit about, um, you know, non-toxic living, so many different things we can do to make a positive impact. And I, I learned in trying to understand IntelliPure more, I learned that HEPA filters are not the most effective or efficient options on the market. That was fascinating. 
Yeah, HEPA is, so for people to better understand HEPA, we'll kind of break it down. We still build for a lot of other companies, HEPA air cleaners. Um, HEPA stands for high efficiency particulate arrestor. So it tells you right in that definition that we're, we're removing, if it's a truly sealed HEPA, and there are some really good HEPA machines in the market, if it's engineered properly, if it's a true HEPA grade filter, it's going to be a very expensive machine. But all HEPAs, whether it's uh, the HEPAs we make or whether it's HEPAs that other popular brands make, really have four common drawbacks. The first is, although they're very efficient, they're like our wall. We can throw a lot of stuff at them, but it's very hard for us to move air through that filter. So all Although they're very efficient, it's very challenging them for them to move a lot of air to create an impact in a larger space. So what a lot of manufacturers have done is, without making a lot of noise, excuse me, so what happens is if you want that machine to work well, you have to have a really strong blower and motor to push air through that filter and it creates a lot of turbulence or a lot of noise. And one of the most common things people ask is, are the machines noisy? right? Because you're going to put these machines in your bedroom. You're going to put them in these spaces where they're confined. And in most cases, what we found with all HEPAs is on high speed, they can be very effective. The problem is, is they're too noisy for people to utilize in the space. On low speed, they're not moving enough air to be effective. And so that's one of, one of the major challenges. The second biggest challenge with HEPA is uh, the lifetime performance of that system. So what happens with a HEPA filter, although it's very dense, as more and more particles or pollution hits that filter, it becomes less and less effective over time because the filter is becoming more loaded. Uh, additionally, you're, you're talking about, um, so the lifetime performance of that filter is drastically reduced over time. And then the, and the biggest challenge in how we kind of move to DFS is no HEPA, no ALPA, no mechanical filter deactivates mold virus bacteria inside the fungi, so inside the filter. So what happens is as that stuff loads on the filter, if those filters aren't changed timely, it can breed right through that filter and back into the environment, creating a worse environment than before. And so what we looked at from a technology standpoint is how could we develop a technology that effectively addressed the common drawbacks of mechanical or high-efficiency filtration? And that's what we did with IntelliPure. And that reminds me, I actually have my IntelliPier on. It's so quiet. That was very noticeable to me when I first received mine. Well, that's what we did. So what we did with the IntelliPier model is, we, again, we created DFS technology. The concept with IntelliPier was to create the most effective machine on the market. And if you look at effectiveness, really, let's go back to the three things we just talked about. How do we move as much air as possible? at the highest level of efficiency with the lowest noise level. We also wanted to develop a technology that combated that mold virus bacteria fungi buildup inside the filter. And that's where DFS technology came in, disinfecting filtration system. So what we're essentially doing is, as particles come through the face of that machine, we're enhancing them or we're charging those particles, we're clumping them together, making it easier for our media filter to capture those larger particles. The end result is we're achieving 40 times higher efficiency than any HEPA filter. We're moving much more air through that filter at a lower noise level. And also the technology, we have the metal grid on one side and the metal grid on the other side is creating 18 kV of electricity, no harmful ozone production, nothing coming through that system. And we're eliminating mold, virus, bacteria, and fungi inside that filter. So the benefit here is we have the highest level of clean air the most efficient air at the lowest noise level, and none of the molds, virus, bacteria, and fungi growing inside that media filter. I thought it was interesting to read that HEPA traps 0.3 microns. Yep. IntelliPure traps 
0.007 microns. I think it's a reminder that these ultra-fine particles can enter your lungs and bloodstream. Yeah, so if you think about it from a standpoint of 0.3 micron is 900 times smaller than the tip of a human hair. So from looking at it in size, 95% of all the particles that you state are floating in the air you can't see. So I always try to draw the analogy, if I'm sitting at my desk right now and the sun's coming in, you see all that stuff floating in the air. That's only giving you an indication of 5% of what's in the air. Actually, 95% of the stuff that's in the air you can't see. So although HEPA is very efficient, it's capturing 99.97 at 0.3 micron. Our systems have actually been individually tested to test at 0.002, but we don't have that sensor on hand at all times. So in our location in upstate New York, you can come into our offices and see this, every single machine is individually certified and guaranteed to provide 99.99% at 0.007 micron, which is 40 times higher efficiency than any HEPA system has been tested to. Why don't you talk about the fumes that the filters also have? Great question. So one of the biggest challenges in the air quality industry is VOC removal. So we talk about fumes, um, we call them volatile organic compounds. These are gases and odors that basically um, become prevalent due to the way we paint our bedrooms, the type of furnishings we use in our our homes, the way we clean our homes. I always tell people to open up their, their um, kitchen sink cabinet and pull out the chemicals that you're cleaning your home with. And you'll see it says, do not use these around children. These are chemicals. These are toxins. And what happens is the way we've built our homes, we, we built our homes so energy efficient due to cost that we've just created this time bomb or this super pollution in the space. So at, our homes can't breathe. We spray Cloroxes, Windexes, and bleaches in the space. And those things just stay suspended in our air. Also, um, um, how we fragrance our home. We use candles, toxic candles in some cases, um, and how we furnish our homes. We look at uh, the costs of furniture, and a lot of times you pay for what you get. Um, our mattresses, our mattresses are one of the biggest um, VOC off-gassing points, and we're sleeping on these things. So it's really, it's really a way to look at the, how do we live in a non-toxic way more holistically. A lot of air cleaners on the market um, are dealing with VOCs through carbon or zeolite or a potassium, which is a blended uh, granular absorbent. Um, what we found in that uh, situation is a lot of manufacturers are putting a high level or a high poundage of gas and odor absorption inside the filter. The biggest challenge we found with that is we're actually, what are we doing if we put a bunch more media in front of a, the airflow? We restrict it even more. So the biggest challenge you have with that is, is if I'm not circulating enough air in the space, I won't have an impact. It doesn't matter how much I have in there. So what we've tried to do with all of our products is ensure that we have a proper balance of each material in the filter. So at the end result that we're not impacting the airflow of the machine. If we're impacting the airflow of the machine too much, we'll never, it doesn't matter what we're trying to achieve, we'll never be able to bring enough back to the machine to filter the air. What we're also seeing is a big movement to integrated systems. Um, a lot of people building new homes, a lot of the great, beautiful buildings being built down in New York City, they're actually integrating air quality systems right into their HVAC system. And that's because we now know that air quality is the number one health concern facing humans worldwide. And if we can address it as it comes into the space, that's certainly helpful as well. So I think there's so many great innovations coming from the industry that it's going to be an exciting next few years. So in your own home, how often do you air out the home by cracking open the windows? Because, um, you know, especially in a, in a place like New York City, I think about all the particulate matter in the outdoor air. But, I, but knowing that indoor air is much more polluted than outdoor air, I do air it out. But then I always wonder how that impacts the 
performance of the air purifiers. Great. So nine out of 10 people worldwide live in, live in cities or towns that have unhealthy air. This isn't just Beijing or New York City. Believe it or not, small towns. One of the things I always tell people to do is the government's done some really great stuff with the AQI, the air quality index. You can actually tell what, si what your outside air quality is at all times. Um, we're creating some really great new technology through Pure 365, which will actually give the, um, the consumer the ability to see what the outside air quality is, what their inside air quality is, and then exactly what you said. Sophia, we could actually say, hey, um, you have a high level of particulate in your bedroom. The outside air quality today is good. Open a window. So by giving people the ability to understand what their outside air quality is and what their inside air quality is, we can empower them to live better, not simply through the purchasing of products, but through their behaviors, opening a window or turning on a ceiling fan in the bathroom. So that's the beauty of what technology is giving us the ability to do nowadays. Now to your question directly about purification, um, what's going to happen in that case, dilution is great. Uh, the biggest challenge you have with our homes is they don't breathe. So if you have a, you know, if you've been painting in the home or if you've been staining, I, we just had a customer that bought a bunch of systems who was staining their home. They couldn't get the toxins out. In a lot of cases, a portable air purifier is really going to have a hard time addressing that. You need to air the space out. So we always say, look at, look at the AQI, open a window, make sure you don't have a high level of pollution coming in. But it'll, it'll still certainly help running the machine when the windows are open. Um, but we always say for the best portable use air cleaning, you want to control the variable. You want to make sure that the windows aren't open. You want to make sure that you don't have a bunch of stuff blowing in from your ducts. You want to control the variables as much as possible. Okay. I usually, when I open my windows, I turn the air purifiers off. You can do that, but we, we tell people air cleaning is not an event. It's a continual process. The only way to treat air, whether you're bringing bad air in or not, is to run a machine 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We say you wouldn't drink polluted water right? You wouldn't put that into your body. So you filter water or you use bottled water. And we tell people um, bottled water is, we don't really think that that's the answer. We think that you should look at how to fil filter and treat water at the source in your home. That's the best way to do it. But it's the same with air, right? Um, and now there's, there's new, new technology that's coming out, Sophia, where you can actually have a, it's an ERV or an HRV, a heat recovery ventilator or an energy recovery ventilator where let's say, for example, in New York City, you want to bring in fresh air from the outside and it's the middle of winter. Well, what happens? You open that window and you get all this cold air coming in, which impacts your heating bill and it could be polluted air. We've developed technology now or energy recovery ventilator where this can be installed it brings fresh air in from the outside, filters it at 100% efficiency, exchanges the temperature across the coil, and gives you nothing but fresh, clean air coming in from the outside. Technology is changing things. Great. And it was helpful to read that running the, air, the IntelliPure air purifiers 24-7, which just cost about a dollar a month to run. Yeah, so we've we've this is another major drawback of high efficient ALPA or HEPA systems is that for them to work effectively, they have to really push the air through that filter, right? That's going to do what? Increase cost considerably. What we've done with the IntelliPure is we looked at how do we develop a system that's not only the most efficient as it relates to particulate removal, but also the most energy efficient. So we've spent a lot of time and effort developing a proprietary EC motor that operates the machine at the highest level of quality with the lowest energy penalty. Um, and that goes across the board for all of our systems, whether it's the IntelliPure whole house system, we're the only system that's delivering better than MERV 16, which is an efficiency rating for filters without an additional motor or fan. So you can actually install the Super V, IntelliPure Super V system onto your existing HVAC system without really any energy penalty because it operates off your 
off your own air handling system, your own HVAC system. Incredible. So should we uh, start playing with the air purifier behind you? Yeah, that would be great. So what we've done is... Um, Before we continue with the podcast, I want to pause to point out two things. First, cleaning products are often a major source of our indoor air pollution. Yet figuring out a practical, non-toxic cleaning approach is complicated by the fact that product labels can be misleading and it's hard to know what's in your cleaning products since manufacturers are not required to disclose all ingredients. If you would like help, then register for my upcoming cleaning detox immersion. It'll occur online and I'll teach you what you should know about cleaning products, how to evaluate your cleaning products and find healthier options, and I'll provide an inside look into what I use. You'll also access a library of short videos showing you how I clean to make it even easier for you. My goal is to make practical, non-toxic cleaning as easy as possible for you. All this will be available through any internet-enabled device, including through an app. You'll also gain community support through an online forum that will also be available through the app. This cleaning detox immersion will occur live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Earth Day, which is on April 22nd. Register for my newsletter to stay tuned for this upcoming registration. My podcast listeners can save 20% with coupon code Practical Non-Toxic Living. That's all one word, Practical Non-Toxic Living. So register for my newsletter by texting 66866, like that's the phone number. Then in the message box, type detox, spelled D-E-T-O-X, then send. Second, I just want to remind you that what you're about to listen to, you can also view in a video on my website. I'll share that in an upcoming newsletter, so stay on the lookout for it. I'm going to have Susie give me a hand here. What I have here is a class one laser particle counter. This is used in clean rooms, hospitals, uh, indoor air quality experts use it. This is about a $2,500 device. And this gives us the ability to actually measure what type of particulates in our space and how they could be impacting our health. So point three here, point three is the HEPA standard. And we have a few systems. Is we're actually going to test the Dyson model, which is right down here. And here, right here where my hand is, this is the actual air intake of the system. We're going to measure the intake of the system. And you're going to see that there's roughly 300,000 particles per cubic foot of air coming in the Dyson. 473,000, 400,000. I'm going to bring it up to the exhaust of the Dyson. And I'm going to show that the Dyson, now it's down to 200,000, 100,000. 105,000, 200,000. So you're seeing that the Dyson is about 50 to 60% efficient, although they're saying they're using a HEPA filter. So we know HEPA means 99.97% efficient. So although they're marketing HEPA efficiency, they're really only achieving half of it. Now we'll go over to the molecule. What's interesting with molecule is molecule makes a claim of 100 times more effective than HEPA. So what we're going to do is we're going to test to see if that's the case. Roughly, we've got about 200, 300,000 particles coming in. 
And what we'll do is we'll bring it up to the top and we'll measure the efficiency of the molecule. 177,000, 167,000, 173,000. So you'll see that the molecule saying that they're 40 times, 50 times, 100 times more efficient than HEPA. But in reality, they're not even coming close to achieving HEPA efficiency. What we'll do now is we'll come over to the IntelliPure model. We're going to measure the air intake of the IntelliPure. And we'll see that roughly at the same amount, 287,000. Now, these are lung-penetrating ultrafine particles, 300,000. We're going to go up to the top of the IntelliPure. We're going to bring it down on the bottom. And we're going to measure the efficiency of IntelliPure. And you'll see now 1,400 down to 200. And it'll go all the way down to zero. So what happens with this is it's 100% efficient at capturing all ultrafine particles. So this model here, as I just showed, we're not even using a HEPA filter, but due to technology, we're capturing... You want to bring it over here now. We're capturing 100% of all ultrafine particles at 0.3 micron. Um, and as we mentioned, every IntelliPure, whether it's a small machine, whether it's the large machine, is giving us the ability, everyone's individually certified and tested and guaranteed to provide the highest level of ultrafine particle filtration. So if you look at the cost of these machines, the Dyson can range up to $799, the molecules $800, and these and the IntelliCare models range between $499 and $999, so significantly different performance over um, traditional air cleaners. So the molecule and the um, Dyson use HEPA technology. Well, believe it or not, the molecule is saying that she, I mean, the Dyson is saying it's using HEPA technology. In reality, we know since we're testing that it's not utilizing true HEPA filtration technology. If it were using true HEPA filtration technology, if there were a million particles coming in, it would be 99.97% cleaner coming out. But due to our test, we know that that's not happening. So they're likely using a HEPA type filter, but the filter's not sealed properly, there's bypass around the filter, and so they're not achieving a HEPA efficiency standard. Molecules actually using a technology, PCO technology, that's saying that it's throwing radicals out into the air and they're attacking particles and then they're dropping them to the ground. Um, it's a newer technology out there. The reality is, and we're, you know, we've been in this business for 30 plus years, the science shows that we have to get these particles out of the air. We have to remove these particles from the airstream that we're breathing. That's what's going to make the biggest and most positive impact on our health. So um, as you can see with the molecule, they were about 50% efficient at um, removing the particulates in the air. Whereas with the IntelliPure, you're removing significantly more, up to 100% more particulate than either of the machines we just tested. It's so helpful to see the numbers with the meters, but also to have you explain more the market, the truth behind the marketing claims. It's so confusing. I don't know how an average person is supposed to understand that. But also yeah. these different air purifiers, the square footage that they clean also varies, right? That is, that is crucially important. Um, what happens with these machines is, as, as we just mentioned, air quality problems come in all shapes and sizes, and so do air cleaners. So, for example, on these two small 
the machines. Um, this Dyson will clean up to 350 to 400 square feet one time an hour, okay? The molecule will clean up to 500 square feet one and a half times per hour. If you look at the science behind air cleaning, if you're not changing the air at least three times an hour, it's not worth buying an air cleaner. Why? Because there's so many variables coming into the space that if we're not keeping up and beating that exchange rate, we'll never make a difference in the space. So all of our machines are built around delivering enough air to treat the space that we recommend. So for example, the large IntelliPure model right here can treat up to 1,200 square feet three times an hour, okay? So if you break that down to 600 square feet, it's gonna treat that space six times an hour. If I took the molecule, you'd need five molecules to compare to one IntelliPure if the efficiency rating was the same, which it's not. So five compared to one just in this, the amount of air volume it treats. And the same goes for the Dyson. Now, if we bring it over to the smaller IntelliPure model, this is much lower price. This is built for a space of up to 350 to 400 square feet. And in 350 square feet, that's gonna give you three air changes per hour. So it's very, very effective in smaller spaces. And then this is very, very effective in larger spaces. Again, not all air quality problems come in the same shape and size, and that's why you need a range of solutions to ensure that we're addressing the problem. Uh, does the IntelliPure do anything in terms of releasing more negative ions? And do you have comments on ionizers? Well, there's a, still the research is still out. I mean, we there are, are types of applications where we do not with this machine. We do put negative ions into the space uh, for certain customers that have requested that. We build a lot of products for other companies. Uh, they come to us and ask us, this is what they would like, and we build them. These machines aren't necessarily doing that. Um, what we truly believe when it comes to the, the most effective residential light commercial grade air cleaner is to remove as much of the stuff that's floating around in the air, the smallest, most long penetrating ultrafine particles, out of the air, collecting it, and not letting it back out into the environment. And that's really our core philosophy at IntelliPure. The highest level of efficiency, the most amount of output, the lowest level, level of noise, and to uh, basically handle all three pollutant categories, particles, bioaerosols, those mold virus, bacteria, and fungi, and those VOCs that you mentioned, those gases and odors that come from tilings, benzenes, paints, from uh, the chemicals that come from paints and all the other things. So I'll open it up for questions. To hear the Q&A with Vinny, then listen to part two of this podcast. Thanks for listening. To more easily listen to other episodes, please subscribe to the Practical Non-Toxic Living podcast. And if you'd like to support it, then please like it and share it. Until next time.